You're listening to Uniquely Beautiful Stories with Heather McIneer, a place for you to find encouragement to fully live your uniquely beautiful life. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Uniquely Beautiful Stories podcast. I'm your host, Heather McIneer. Each week, it's so fun to bring you conversations that I've had with real women in the real world living out their own uniquely beautiful story. I love to hear from each and every guest how God has shown up in the midst of their everyday, usually when they're not expecting it, and done incredible things, sometimes bringing beauty from pain, loss, and hardship. It's such an encouragement to hear how God leads and guides each of these women. And I don't know about you, but it encourages me to go out and look for the everyday traces of God in my life. Before I bring you our guest for today, I've got a couple of announcements I want to give you regarding this summer. We are going to move to an every other week podcast release schedule. This will also give you an opportunity to catch up on any episodes that you've missed in the past. So I do recommend if you didn't catch the beginning episodes, go all the way back to the very beginning. We've got some great conversations with incredible women that I don't want you to miss. So just be watching every couple of weeks and we'll have a new episode pop up. I've got some really great guests that I'm so excited to introduce you to. I've also got a mini marriage series brewing that my husband and I are going to do together. So we're super excited about that. And that will come out to you this summer as well. I sure hope everyone enjoys their summer, whether you're traveling, whether you're resting and spending time with family, kids, friends at home. I hope that the summer is a chance for you to really soak in some extra time with your people, build some margin into your days, relax, read a good book, go see some pretty places, even if they're just in your own hometown, but take some time for yourself and really experience and enjoy this uniquely beautiful life that God has given to you. Before I introduce my guest to you, I just wanted to let you know about our sponsor. Cedar Creek Dental Associates is a proud sponsor of the Uniquely Beautiful Stories podcast. If you are near the Oklahoma City area looking for quality dental care, I really hope you'll check out their website at okcsmile.com. I promise if you visit their office, you will have something to smile about. And today, I'm so excited to introduce you to a brand new friend to me. We actually literally just met, but I feel like I've known her for a while, (laughs) Roxanne Foster. She's been married to Caleb for 10 years, and she's the mom to Scarlett, age five and a half, Carson, age three and a half, and Declan, 21 months. So she is in the thick of young motherhood with littles. Very much so. (laughs) Bless your heart. (laughs) But she's also a business owner. Her business, Easy Freezy, just celebrated one year, which is super cool. So I can't wait to hear all the details about that. I can't wait to introduce our listeners to Easy Freezy if they've never heard of you. I want to know how you managed to do that with three littles. I've got all kinds of questions for you, girl. (laughs) Well, I've got answers. Okay. Yay. But before we do that, I do want to get a little backstory because I'm just getting to know you as well. So love to hear your story and um, just welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I'm really excited and thanks for being so welcoming. It's good to have a friend right away. Yeah, take us back. Okay. Where were you born well, and raised? Well, and- <laughs> I was born in Apple Valley, California. Oh, wow. Yes, to a teenage mother. So my mm-hmm. mom was 16 when she had me. Mm-hmm. Um, so she raised me alone for a year and a half, and then wow. she married my stepdad. Um, and I've, that's all I've ever known is him. I've never met my birth father. So that's an interesting part of my story. Um, so my mom is very young. We are very yeah. close. <laughs> we have just always been I bet. like a Lorelai and Rory. So yes. Gilmore Girls was my show that's for that right. reason. 
<laughs> um, we moved to Oklahoma when I was six. Okay. To get away from the earthquakes, oh. which is funny because they <laughs> and now they have followed you here, right? <laughs> um, and so I grew up in Tulsa. Okay. Um, I went to college at Oklahoma Christian University in yeah. Edmond. Yeah. Um, I met my husband when I was sixteen. We met at Burnt Cabin Christian Camp. Oh. So we the first summer I had a boyfriend. The second summer we went to camp, he had a girlfriend. And then the third summer, the summer before college, we were both single and we started dating. The timing was finally right. Yes. So, uh... Our love story is just such a mess, but it's ours, right? So we um, dated through college. I actually broke up with him right before we went to college because I didn't want a boyfriend in college. And he just pursued hard. Like, he was going to a different college on a free scholarship, and he dropped out and came to OC, which, you know, we we paid that debt back. So that was a a choice That was an expensive choice, Yes, it was. But uh, so he just pushed hard, and I literally... When we became officially boyfriend and girlfriend, the conversation was, fine, I'll be your girlfriend now. So that is our story and about how our relationship works. A good chunk of the time. Um, So we got married right after I graduated college, which I graduated um, in three years, not four. I've always wow. been a... Wow. Go-getter. Yeah. So I, I didn't... I was paying for it myself. Yes. I wanted out as quick as possible. <laughs> Smart. Um, so we got married in 2008, um, and I worked at Chesapeake right out of okay. college. I was a finance major, um, worked in the accounting department, and I enjoyed it, but I also... Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's millennials. I don't know what it is, but we're we're that age group that just we want a purpose and a passion. Oh, yeah. And so I struggled working for the man. Oh yeah. Uh, so I left and went to a nonprofit, and I worked there for a couple years, and then went back to Chesapeake <laughs> because I needed health insurance because yep. we wanted to have kids. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. So did you always see yourself as a wife and a mom, or was that you know? Um, I did not want kids. When we okay. got married, that was um, a, a really hard conversation we had to have. Okay. I had to tell him, like, he always wanted to be a dad. Hmm. And so I think he always thought I would change my mind. Mm-hmm. And so I had to have, a like, two weeks before the wedding, we sat down and I said, like, I don't think you're listening to me and I don't think you believe <sighs> me. Like, I really may never want kids. Wow. And so you need to marry me knowing this might be all we ever have. Um, he still says, I knew you're going to change your mind, which was a risky move. <laughs> that on was his very part. risky. <laughs> um, and still, I mean, I love my children and I'm probably one of the only women who would admit this out loud, but I, I could have lived a life without kids. Mm-hmm. And I think I wouldn't have known what I was missing. Yeah. So I think I would have enjoyed it just fine. Yeah. Now I understand what I would have missed. Yes. And I would not choose to do it any other way. Yes. Um, but I just, it wasn't, I was not, when I was a kid, if someone asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I would say the first woman president. Wow. So I had high dreams. Yes, you did. And kids were not on my list. Yeah. How did God change your heart in that? Well, so um, our first child was, um, we tried once to okay. have babies and okay. we have Scarlett. So <laughs> it was very much a meant to be thing. Yes. Um, and I had just gotten promoted at Chesapeake um, okay. to a position I had really wanted. And we toured all the best daycares. We had everything set up for her to go to um, Westminster Presbyterian is where we had chosen. And I had my promotion and I, you know, I was, I was going to be the working mom. And then a oh, man, she just, <laughs> They 
put her on my chest, <laughs> and I looked at her, and she was the prettiest thing I'd ever oh. seen in my whole life. And I turned and looked at my husband and said, I'm not going back to work. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he... At that point, I was the main breadwinner, and so he's looking at me, eyes wide open. We had a baby five minutes ago, and I'm telling him, I'm quitting my job. And he's like, I don't understand what just happened to our life. Um, So I did. I I went back to work for a few weeks, um, and then I, I quit, and... I put my notice in on a Friday. He lost his job the next Monday. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It was a crazy time. Wow. So we went from two incomes, no kids, to a child, no income. Oh, my goodness. Real what did quick. you guys do? Well, um, we had savings. We, were, mm-hmm. we knew we were safe for a little bit. Uh, and we knew we knew we were making the right choices. Mm-hmm. And so we knew it was going to work out okay, and it did. Um, yeah. We actually ended up both working part-time at Frontline Church downtown okay. together. Yeah. Um, and so we got to work from home and yeah. spend that whole first year with Scarlett together. And oh, so it was a cool. really cool time. It just really played out beautifully. Um, that's so crazy, turn of events, going from thinking, yeah. you know, daycare, full-time working yeah. to both parents at both home parents with a baby. part-time that with a baby. Isn't that awesome. crazy? Awesome. First was, year. It was then amazing. We feel really fortunate that we got that year together with her. Yeah. And then when our second child was born, Karsten, we were both still working part-time at the church. Um, or my husband had just gone full-time at the church. But it was still very flexible. Mm-hmm. We got to spend a lot of time together as a family. Um, and then he... We both left the church. He started working at Paycom. Um, it was getting to be a little too much, juggling mm-hmm. two kids and working. Yes. Um, so he went on to do the full-time gig, and I stayed home with the kiddos. Um, I worked at a nonprofit part-time called mm-hmm. One-on-One Project, um, which was about foster care and raising awareness, which I have a passion awesome. for. And so um, we just we had a good little thing going. And then <laughs> we had a third surprise baby, which was just so much fun. Uh, it's one of those things where we were trying to decide, are we going to do three or are we going to do two? Yes. And then, well, decision was made. God picked that for us. So we have three beautiful babies. Oh. Um, and then not long after Declan was born, um, I got the idea for Easy Freezy. So he was... About six months old okay. when I started telling my friends, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this business. So how did you even? How did the dream come to you? How had had you heard about a, yeah. something similar? I had heard about a business that does a similar thing. Okay, um, and my brain like just works. Easy Freezy was p- practically built to be mm. something that uses all of my giftings. Mm. Um, so I kind of like looked at what that business was doing and thought. I know exactly how I would do that, and I know exactly how I would do each part of it, and I can do it better, and <laughs> I know that I can, you know, grow this into something big. Um, so for our listeners, the the random, maybe one person who's never heard of Easy yeah. Breezy, give us the, the elevator pitch of what it is, yeah. and then... Then, like then go can, into it. Okay, yes. so Easy Freezy, we exist to make your life easier, so we... Um, prepare 10 different meals depending on the menu each month Um, and we have got all of your ingredients picked for you we chose the menu for you you know I don't know if you've ever made freezer meals on your own Mm -hmm. like try to stock up your own freezer Mm -hmm. it takes forever yes you got to pick which meals you're making you got to go to the grocery store for all the random ingredients and then you got to actually do the work and that takes hours and then you have all these leftover bottles of Of random whatever and ginger that you don't hardly use use. two tablespoons of and it goes bad exactly so we've just taken all that mess out of it for you. So I've picked 10 great recipes for you. I've gone and shopped it. I've prepped it and put it in your freezer bag. And then all you do is pick it up from me and add your meat. Um, so we have 
multiple menus going on now. As Easy Frizzy has grown, we've added a ton of different options. Um, but every month we have a regular menu that doesn't concern itself with any allergies of any kind. Mm-hmm. Um, the plus menu is dairy-free, soy-free, and gluten-free always. Um, I live a soy-free and gluten-free life, so mm-hmm. that menu is important to me and my lifestyle. That's mm-hmm. part of why it's a part of Easy Freezy. And then a keto menu, which mm-hmm. is currently kind it's of It's a big the, hype right now. Yes, so <laughs> that might change in the future, but for now, it's there. And then every so often, a Whole30 menu and a vegetarian mm-hmm. slash vegan menu. Well, I told you um, earlier, but if our listeners listen to episode 12, you'll hear in my interview with Hillary Glaze, we just sing your praises. Like we, it literally was life-changing for us. So Hillary's my sister and we both um, do a mostly vegan vegetarian lifestyle and we do like Voxer or, you know, we send messages back and forth all day. So this one particular day, we start talking back and forth about just the pressure of dinner and the stress of dinner time. And we were like, you know, something's got to give. And so we even were going back and forth, like, should we just get together one Saturday a month and make a bunch of meals Mm -hmm. and stick them in the freezer? You know, we actually had that thought, but then we're like, well, how are we going to find a day that we can both spend like five hours in the kitchen? How are we going to, you know, pick the menus? And honestly, the picking and the shopping is just as big of a deal to me as the cooking because it's the mental Mm -hmm. that it takes. Mm -hmm. And literally the next day, we, I don't know if someone showed us, but we saw the Facebook post and you had just launched your vegetarian menu. And so we're like screenshotting it and texting each other. (laughs) We're like, this is literally the answer to our prayers that we didn't even pray about it because we didn't even know it existed. But God was like, hey, I got you, girl. Let me help take care of you. Yeah. And that's customer after customer tells me the same story. Hmm. And that is my favorite part of Easy Freezy. It's using my talents, which I love. I I love the behind the scenes stuff that I do with it. The, Hmm. The grocery shopping, the, you know, I take a recipe and I scale it up to the 400 orders oh I have gosh. of that. And I love that. That is just what I jive on. Um, <laughs> but even no, like knowing that I'm actually helping families yes. spend time, not just eating home together again, mm-hmm. because being together at the dinner table is priceless. Is. I mean, that's where so many memories happen. But just knowing like they didn't have to stress out the yes. whole day about what they were making. Yes. They didn't have to drag three kids to the grocery store for all of this. A lot of the customers do the Walmart pickup or Sam's pickup mm-hmm. for their meat. And so they're just, it's so <laughs> effortless. They're not doing hardly any work. Yes. Um, and I love that's that for wonderful. them. I, our, our lives are not getting slower. No. They're just not. They're Mm-mm. getting busier. And so knowing that Easy Freezy is helping families still stick together as a family in the midst of the crazy mm-hmm. just gives me so much joy. Oh, I love it. What, yeah. We are definitely one of those families that's yeah. getting joy from you. We are you. too. I mean, this is weed, easy freezy, almost every single night. Uh, the first it. time I made a like from scratch recipe uh-huh. after we had been eating easy freezy, I was like, this is so hard. So hard. <laughs> I have to chop all these things and measure and look at all this mess I made in the sink. Yes. It's just so much easier throwing it in the slow cooker. So do you practice all these recipes on your family before you I launch do. them out? <laughs> yes. So I did for a long time and now it's grown so quickly and, and so much that um, my employees test a lot okay. of our recipes. So I will have a day where I will test out 20 new recipes, tell my employees, hey, these meals are up at the store. Oh, wow. And they give me really great feedback on. Oh, awesome. So we, we tweak from the, I mean, because they're... They're my customers just as much as employees. They yeah. are like my exact market. You know, yeah. they. I need them to love it, too. So they're Absolutely. perfect little testers. Okay, so about a year ago, a year and a half ago, you had you saw this other person doing it. You thought to yourself, I can actually do that better, yeah. more efficient. And so then what were kind of like, like, what was the progression? What were the first steps and how did it grow? And Oh, well, uh, <laughs> If anyone knows me, they know I make my mind up about something and then I'm doing it. Okay. So I... 
at my 30th birthday party on March 24th, I told all my friends I was doing this. Okay. And then I think it was like April 5th that we launched and announced we were doing it. So I mean, it was like, that's it. Let's just do it. We will figure it out as we go. Yeah. Uh, And we did. And so that first month, um, we sold 75 regular bundles. Wow. And my goal in my head was 50. And I thought that was a outrageous goal. Yeah. I did not think I was going to do yeah. that. Um, so 75 was like, oh my goodness. And, and so, that bundle has 10 meals in it. So that yes. means 750 meals yeah, that no you big were making. Deal. Yes. Oh and so gosh. I actually started with my friend Anna. Okay. And so she and I did it alone the first two or three months. And then it grew so fast, like so quick that it just, it was mind boggling. So that first month we sold 75 bundles. The second month we sold 125. Oh my gosh. The third month 175, then 225, and then over 300, and we've not gone under 300. And oh so, I mean, it was like I started this business on accident. <laughs> I did not know it was going to turn into what it is. And I think that's one of the most fun parts about I it love because that. I thought I stayed home. My husband had a good job. I'll just make a little extra money and help people along the way. And so, as it grew so quick, it quickly became evident. I. I can't stay home with all three kids and you have this full-time job. Like this isn't working here. We are. I have this business to make other people's lives easier. And our life is stressed out trying to manage all of this right now. Um, so in October, he actually made the decision to stay home. It it was a hard conversation Uh of it's, it's me or you because we, our kids are very little. Um, we did not want to do full-time daycare, no judgment on anyone that does. That was just our personal choice. And so it was a, we, we don't want to put them in, day, in take care. I can't keep doing easy freezy and raising them and yeah. you having this full-time job. What's going to give? Yeah. Um, so he made a very countercultural decision to be the stay-at-home parent. Yeah. And he is so good at it. Oh. Um, he is just better at it than I ever was. He <laughs> is so uh, creative and fun. You know, dads are the are the fun ones. They are. And so with their little ages, they just get to do all these great things with him all the time. Oh, and that's so um, cool. And Easy Freezy, I work a lot of hours, but it's incredibly flexible. Mm-hmm. So I get to be with them and I get to do certain things with them as well. Um, and as it's grown, I've brought on more employees. So how many employees do you have now? So I have um, two that are more full-time. Okay. And then I have about 20 to 25 that are um, either prep workers or delivery drivers. and they So they only work maybe three or four days a month. Okay. Um, but they're an, inc- an incredible crew. I am so fortunate. I have... Um, some people call it a mistake, but I have hired friends from yeah. the start. Um, I'm around them all the time. I wanted to be yeah. around people that I liked. Um, there's been a couple awkward points where that is, it's strange to change mm-hmm. from friend to boss. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I mean, there are people that are so grateful to have this extra time to come in and make extra money and yeah. pay them well and to spend time outside of the home. Like they prep on Saturdays with us. And so it's a fun day of all these moms in there doing what we all know how Talking to do best. And, yeah, like yeah. we have a great time. So, 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 give me a glimpse into that kitchen oh or gosh. that workspace because now you're saying that your orders have not fallen below 300. So you're doing about 3,000 meals when you do a, a bun, like yes. when you have 10 bundles times yeah. 300 on one menu. So, oh my gosh! <laughs> so, what does that even look like? So, um, we have a store now. So I started this in my house. I think that's the craziest, yeah. most ridiculous part of it. And um, how long? did it function just out of your house? I mean, well, we started in Anna's house and then moved to my house. Um, okay. It didn't, it never functioned well out of our house. <laughs> like that, it was just always chaos. Yeah. Uh, but it was starting a new business on accident, right. especially is really scary. Right. Like 
every month I kept thinking I, sh- I need to get a store. But then every mm-hmm. month I kept thinking, what, what if, if numbers die next yeah. month? And then yeah. what if I signed a three-year lease for, and I understand businesses that actually set out to start a business <laughs> make that choice in the right. beginning, but I didn't. Right. And so it was this constant battle of when do I make the leap? And mm-hmm. so we got the store in January of this okay. year. And it has been such a blessing. Like we love the space. It works perfectly for our needs. So you on have a some giant it tables. Is just a, and yeah, so it's a long, narrow building. Okay. Um, and we just have tables lined up with our little bag holders that yes. hold open the bags for us. And you know, we've got on a busy day, we'll have about twelve prep workers in there. We've all got our hair nets on. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all we kind of have music on every so often, but we. You know, we've got our list of things that we're doing, and it, it's kind of, it's a it's down to a, a science. Really. Yes, you, you know, have to like think yeah, about like the I I have you know if this is the recipe on the prep list for them, I have it broken down by ingredient, and I've assigned the ingredients to each person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were checking measuring spoons. There's little rules in place so that we don't make any mistakes on the meals. Yes, and, um, somebody's kind of watching over to make sure we're using the right ingredients because. Because we have the allergy menu as well, yes. we're so adamant about is this the gluten free Worcestershire or not? Yes, and, um, we're 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 hyper vigilant about those yes. things. Yeah, so prep days are just <laughs> they're they're chaos. They're so much fun. They're exhausting, it's and so we prep good. them fresh that day. Okay, so we might have um, dry meals that we mm-hmm. made ahead of time, and every so often, if it's a really big menu, we'll we'll prep a couple on Friday and put them in our fridge. But okay. for the most part, we're making the majority of the meals the same day they're coming to be picked up. Okay. So we have like a, a time crunch. Yeah. Because you know, then people are starting to get right. They're showing up at this time. Oh my and so goodness. we better be ready. There's only been a couple months that we were late. And yes. that was a fun learning process. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And hope, I'm sure your your customers give you grace Oh, well, my customers but... are the best customers. I've not owned another business, so I'm not sure if that's <laughs> just how customers are. But I feel like we've just created this amazing community of people that um, the Facebook group is active and full of people giving ideas for how they served their meals or, you know, since I wasn't thinking about dinner, I had time to make this really yummy side to go with oh, it. Yeah. And so there's just a lot of camaraderie. There's a lot of on pickup days, you know, oh, I got in a crunch. Can anyone that's in Midwest City pick up my meals? Oh, and wow. people are grabbing meals for each other. It's just... I've, the community has been one of the fun funnest things to watch grow. Oh. Well, there's three of us that are from out here, and so we're always picking up each other's. Yeah, and exactly. The last time, my sister, so she has three littles about the ages of yours. They're uh-huh. like five, three, and and one and a half. So, yeah, yeah, they are. two. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's where you're living. Uh huh. So she got two. Uh-huh. Full bu- two of all the bundle. Like, uh-huh. So she got basically twenty mils. I can remember that yeah. day that she came and picked them up because yes. we used our our rolling cart to help her out. I distinctly remember friend, that day because my friend Julie was picking up, and I, I think I got one and a half, and then Hillary got two full uh-huh. orders, and then our friend Julie had her orders, and so I was like, "You're gonna have to bring a U-Haul to get." Yeah, we did. We totally took a rolling cart out to her car. I just like distinctly remember that day, and that's it's what's so, so fun. fun. Like, I get to meet all the customers. I get to hear so many fun stories, um, and I just I, I've had the best stories like allergy families especially mm. that it is hard to look for the hidden ingredients in, yeah. in items I mean yeah. they hide under different names food is tricky these days and yes. so um, families that have been trying to be dairy free or trying to live soy free like they get themselves caught up mm. and I love knowing that I'm offering them something that like I am telling you it's safe and I'm confident that it's safe yes. uh, because I'm eating it and yes. I don't eat soy and gluten so I, I'm watching those ingredients like a hawk um, mm-hmm. and it just it's freeing up so much mental energy for so many families yes um, 
Um, I have mainly families as my client base. I have a lot of older people who Mm. are tired of cooking. They're just sick of having done it for their whole life. Yeah. I've got some single dudes that are like, oh my gosh, I'm not eating Taco Bell every night anymore. And, you know, I'm inviting friends over for dinner and I've got this you know, opportunity to be hospitable that I maybe didn't have before. And that's cool. Yeah. I've got a really wide range of customers and they're just all such a blessing. That is so cool. And I love how you, like you took the mental uh, stress off of us, but you put it on yourself. I did. Yeah. You're having, (laughs) because you're having to figure all this out. And I know personally that you try to change up the menus because I know we were like texting you about the vegetarian menu or responding on Facebook and saying, you know, please do it because yeah. you do it every few months every three, it takes yes. so much work. Yes. But we were like, we'll take the same menu. Yes, like, you we did. Just, and so, yeah, I offered so it help. again. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And I listen, you know, like it, as much as I can. Yeah. You know, I, I've had to learn boundaries for myself yeah. um, because I am the face of Easy Freezy mm-hmm. and I am very um, accessible. Yeah. And, I, and I like it that way. I don't want to change that anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some you know, advisors kind of hints maybe I would need to take myself out eventually. Mm. And maybe that's true. But right now I love being the face. I love interacting mm-hmm. with the customers and I don't want to move away from that. Yeah. Um, and I love listening. So when I get requests like that, like, well, okay, because I think the request was, I want to see the vegetarian menu more. Mm-hmm. And that, so for me, that was, it's really hard to find these right. recipes that work um, and get, get all the ingredients, you know? And so one of you did yeah, say, we said, we'd buy the same one the again. Same one. <laughs> well, okay. I already have that order form. I already have that prep list. I already have the instructions done. Yes. Not a problem. I could do that for you. So yes. and I you know. Those. That's what we joked when my sister and I, she was like texting me, oh my goodness, she's doing the menu again. And we're texting back and forth. And I'm like, you know, it's no different than like planning your own meals. We always go to the same thing because we already know the recipe. We have the ingredients. And so our kids don't know any different. And we alternate them out enough that it's not like they're eating the exact same meal two days in a row. And the beauty of Easy Freezy is you can freeze them. Mm -hmm. And you've got up to six months in the freezer if you added your meat to it. And so you don't have to eat it this month. You can freeze it and eat it in three months. Um, Exactly. So we have... Lots of people that realize that too. I have too many customers telling me I have no more room in my freezer. <gasps> oh, how funny. Or I had to buy a deep freeze to put out because I can't keep passing up on the menus you're putting out. And oh my goodness. You need to get like a deal with Home Depot or something right. for all these deep freezes. <laughs> I should. <laughs> you're bringing actually. them a lot of business. Yes, I am. So funny. <laughs> so what does the shopping look like for all of this? Oh, I goodness. can't even imagine how you, you know, do the bulk. So in the beginning, it was really fun because I took my kids with me. Oh, my goodness. Me or Anna would go to Aldi or Sam's or um, we were were not big enough for Benny Keith yet. So it would be just – so that's – I create my own problems, Heather. This is what you need to learn right now. Um, (laughs) Because I eat this food, I care about what ingredients are used. Of course. And so I'm not shopping at one place. You know, I'm not just going here because it's convenient for me to get it all at one store. I know that – the onion soup at Sam's is better than like, and, and I do that. So I buy specific items at specific stores, mm-hmm. which creates its own headache for myself. But now it's down to a T. Now um, I shop at Aldi for a few things, and the store manager has given me their cell phone, and oh, so wow. I text them my order, and they order it for me. That's um, wonderful. Sam's on May has a drive up, load your car. Oh, so nice. Sam's is basically one of my employees at this point. And it works really well. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I do have an account at Benny Keith. And they uh-huh. now, now that we're big enough, they um, drive that to our store. Oh, wow. And um, we shop at U.S. Foods, the chef food store on the south side, okay. for a handful of things as well. So 
everywhere. And then yeah. I have a handful of very random ingredients, um, like the Whole30 yes. requires a very specific lime and lemon juice that okay. are fresh okay. um, and organic. And so I have to purchase those online. Okay. And so those are the hardest parts. Those yeah. are the things that I have to guess how many orders I'm going to get, mm-hmm. um, order that well ahead of time so that it ships in enough time for the prep. So yeah. that's where my brain is constantly working on what's coming up. What menus are next? What are these those random ingredients that I have to have? Yes. Um, yes, that's probably the hardest part is knowing those things. But I'm learning. I've got a system in place, and I'm I'm getting better at those parts. Wow. I'm sure that's so surreal sometimes still when you, like, pull up to Sam's, and they, you know, they know you, and they're yeah. bringing stuff out to you, or, like, with Ben and Keith being able to have an yeah. account. Like, yes. I mean, I'm sure sometimes you just pinch yourself, like, is this... Oh. For Is sure. this my thing that started in my kitchen? Yes. No. So we were at Top Golf with friends um, a couple months ago, and my husband was talking to a guy he ran into, and the wife was I, like, they walked off, and the wife was like, I think that's the girl that owns that Crockpot company. And that has been the weirdest part because I'm like making all these small connections that I yes, never dreamed. And- I already grew up like near here. I went to a Christian college. We've, we've been around, so we knew right. a lot of people. And I think that's part of why Easy Freezy grew so quickly. Yeah. But now my world getting even smaller with the business is yes it's, it's super fun it really is so and you include Tulsa as well so how do. does that work how do you how can you do this in two different cities yeah so my mom lives in Tulsa and okay. so when I first had the idea I asked her if she if she would be a pickup point okay so we drive the meals to Tulsa and then they pick them up there so and are they different alternate dates than ours so that you're so not doing so many or they it- were when it was done at my house at the store we're able to do it all in the same day okay again. so now it's wow. all the same day um and if it grows again past our store's capacity we'll probably move to two different days again okay there's a lot of room for yeah. us to change up things and grow and learn um but yeah so we're in tulsa we're not quite as big in tulsa yet and honestly that's because i'm not trying too hard because yeah. i you know i don't have a store there and mm-hmm. i don't know if i will or how i would man that um i've had a lot of interest in franchising Hmm. Um, I've had probably 30 to 40 people contact me about franchising. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's actually this, uh, constant looming thing in my head because it's your next big decision. Well, and, um, you know, before kids, I would have loved it. I would have loved to learn how to franchise and you don't, you don't go to school to, for a franchise degree that doesn't exist. Yeah. So people that have franchised you become a master of it by doing it. Okay. And I would have loved that. Mm-hmm. I would have loved learning all the ins and outs of it. But um, priority is not right. that. And so that's a really hard thing. It's a really hard thing to look at this opportunity that's obviously also a lot of money potential mm-hmm. um, and saying, no, that's it's not for my season right now. I, I, I want to be with my kids mm-hmm. and I want to enjoy this time with them. So yeah. that is a constant divide kind of in my heart of like I should be doing this but I know I can't right now for my family so but that's such a wise move um because you only get your kids at the seasons each and every season only comes once exactly oh and the faster they grow the more that's becoming a reality like yeah my five-year-old is like a kid now she's gonna be Mm. six this year and we're like wow, you have all your own thoughts and all these own ideas we don't remember you as a baby as much anymore and I just I don't I don't want to miss a lick of it. Yeah. So, but it sounds like you have a real heart of a business person, a heart and a mind. And yeah. so I think that these opportunities will just keep coming. You I know, hope if so. you're faithful in what's right in front of yeah. you and you're continuing, you have excellent customer service, you're so creative and it's growing. You know, yeah. It's growing on its growing own. It's bounce. Yes. So, you know, I have no doubt that these opportunities will just continue. Yeah. And I hope so. And that's what I'm, I, you know, I believe being faithful with 
what I have means that there will be opportunity in the future. And and knowing in my heart I'm making the right choice and waiting makes me confident as well. Um, And Easy Freezy is just a year old. I mean, you're just That's insane, the growth you've had. Yeah, the growth was outrageous. And so we're really working on fine-tuning all of our systems. What's going on behind the scenes is getting better and better and sharper Mm. and sharper. And so we would want to see that much more firmed up before we were able to franchise anyway. So there's, that's on the horizon, but not today. Yes. (laughs) That's understandable. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take a little bit of a left turn in our conversation because you mentioned to me that you had a health discovery about a year ago and you had a diagnosis that kind of changed your life. Yeah. Rocked my world forever. (laughs) Um, I, it's a crazy story and it's just, will not stop being crazy, I don't think. Mm. Um, on Mother's Day, the day after Mother's Day last year, um, I woke up with a stomach bug, a normal stomach bug. It lasted five, six days and that I was still nauseous, but, you know, just a typical stomach bug, I thought. Um, the next week, I started having just the strangest symptoms. Um, my eyes flared up. Um, I thought I had pink eye. It wasn't pink eye. They both turned like Satan red. I looked so scary. The whole whites of my eyes were red. Um, I had some like just pain in strange places. Um, I thought I threw out my back, which had never happened before in my life. Hmm. Um, I went to a chiropractor for my back. The next morning I woke up and my, my back didn't hurt anymore, but my knees were in such excruciating pain. I couldn't walk. Oh my um, so I literally woke up the next morning, put my feet on the ground and fell because I, I could not walk. It was the scariest moment oh of my, my life. Um, so I called my husband and he came, like, came and tried to help me that day. And I mean, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. They, every time I Googled a symptom, it came up with nothing that made <sighs> sense. I mean, red eyes and weird pain and <laughs> I can't walk and, and my knee started swelling up like oh, wow. to twice the size of my other knee. Oh it, was, my it was so strange. Um, so because I didn't know what to do, like, I didn't know what kind of doctor to call. Right. Like we just kind of kept waiting to see what was going to happen. Um, and then that night it, it just was so bad that, um, we went to the ER hmm. and I walked into the ER and they said, well, it sounds like you have arthritis and I'm going, I am 30 years old. Right. I do not have arthritis. Right. What are you talking about? Um, they run a bunch of tests and, um, funnily enough, my friend Kristen, um, messaged me. The next day, while they were still running tests, they had taken x-rays of my knees. They had tried to drain fluid because it was swollen and they couldn't get anything out. It was bizarre. Um, She had messaged me and said, you need to look up reactive arthritis. Um, So I'm Googling it and I'm like, this is it. This is, I have all these symptoms. Oh my, like you just diagnosed me. (laughs) So I told the ER doctor and he was like, that is so rare. You know, kind of brushed it off. Like, I really don't think that's what it is. So a couple hours later, he comes back in. It's still so funny to me. He comes back in and says, "Um, I think you have what's called reactive arthritis. No. (laughs) I'm like, huh, really? Oh my (laughs) gosh. You could have saved that ER. Right. (laughs) Yes. So, well, and so he had to um, do blood work that tested for a gene. It's called the HLA B27 gene. And there is no like actual confirmation test for reactive arthritis. It's just having the symptoms and that gene. So what happened was that stomach bug was a bacterial illness and the bacteria mixed with my HLA B27 gene created a reactive arthritis in my body. So my body was reacting to that bacteria didn't know how to fight it. It's an autoimmune issue, oh um, which I have hypothyroidism. So I already knew I had autoimmune autoimmune problems. Uh-huh. Um, so this just exacerbated things. Oh my um, goodness! Yeah, it was it was terrifying. So for a month, 
I was in the most pain I'd ever been in in my whole entire life. And I had my third baby unmedicated, and he tried to come out sunny side up. Oh, so my gosh. I know pain. And oh, my goodness. It was, this was it, worse. This was worse. I would... Uh, nighttime was the worst. I would just lay in bed writhing in pain and crying because I couldn't get comfortable and I couldn't sleep. Um, my poor husband just was miserable. Like sure. he just wanted to help and he felt so helpless. Yes. Um, so and was it, it was still your knees or was this pain go like it goes to different joints and different places? So for me, now that I'm a year in, I've, my body, it, the, it likes to center in my knees okay. and my eyes. So I'm so currently strange. dealing with an iritis flare up in my eye as we speak. Hmm. Um, so it, Reactive arthritis doesn't go away. I'll have it the rest of my life. Um, I've learned a lot in the last year about autoimmune illnesses and how to help them along and things that can really damage them. And so I'm doing my best to live a lifestyle that encourages healing of an Mm. autoimmune issue. Um, And so that I just found out two months ago that I'm allergic to soy. So Okay. So that's part of... That is part of it. When I cut soy out, I've had knee pain for the last year. And then I cut soy out after I learned that and first time in a year that I've not had knee pain. Wow. So, and, and I got food testing done to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And cause soy is in so many yes. things there. I would not have figured that out yes. any other time. I had always stayed away from gluten because of autoimmune. Mm-hmm. So that was not new to me, but soy is new. And mm. luckily I had already had a menu that was soy free. <gasps> well, there you go. So it worked out just perfectly. Now <laughs> I have more desire to find more meals for <laughs> that one because it's the menu I eat from. But yeah, so it just, um, for me, being a go-getter, yes. being someone who um, I, I like being active, I like doing things, um, I had to learn in that season that my worth was not based on what I was doing, mm. and that was hard. Yeah. It was absolutely the most difficult lesson I ever learned, that mm. um, if I accomplish nothing today, I am still worthy of love, mm-hmm. I am still worthy of grace, I'm still an amazing creature. Mm. Um, if I have to ask for help today that's okay. Mm. Um, if all I do is hug my kids today and let them know I love them, that's okay. Mm. Uh, and I am used to living days that are full of lists checked off. Mm. So that was a month of relying on other people to help me. I had, I have the best community. I had Mm. friends bringing me food. I had friends coming and picking up the kids so I could rest. I had, you know, family coming and helping in any way they can. Mm. I'm a very fortunate person. And, and it was, good to be reminded that it yes. was good to be reminded these people love me not because of what I do for them yes they love me because I'm me and yes. because I'm their person yes. so um really crazy season it's some di- some days were harder than others hmm. some days it was hard to say you know why did I get this yeah. why did a stomach bug do this to me and I'm going to deal with this for the rest of my life. That's, that's not fair. Yeah. I mean, it's not fair. So some days it was hard to sit with that and mm-hmm. try to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also learned just the really wise lesson that I think could have taken me decades to figure it out, which is just, this is just life. Mm. And what you make of it is everything. Mm. So I could have just really turned into a depressed person who mm-hmm. was resentful of everything around me. Um, but I didn't do that. You know, mm-hmm. I fought through. I said, I, you know, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to do the best I can with what I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I've done. So, wow. yeah. And were you already, I'm trying to do the math in my head, had yeah. Easy Freezy already launched? just started. Oh, my word. So um, I also had a few comments around that time that uh, it was 
it was hinted that it was my fault that I was ill because I was stressing my body with oh, everything I was doing. So those comments were real fun to navigate <laughs> to really have to be like, no, no, I, I got a bacterial illness. Right. Like, this wasn't because I'm doing too much. This I, I had a stomach bug. Right. Um, so yeah, Easy Freezy launched in April and I started with this. The illness started in the middle of May. Oh, so I had a new growing, thriving business. Um, still three little kids. Yeah. My youngest was just eight months old when I was diagnosed. Hmm. Um, and my husband was working full time. And I mean, it was a, it was a crazy couple months. Wow. But I learned, I learned more lessons than I bet people learn in their whole life sometimes. Mm. So I'm, I don't want to say I wouldn't change it because I would totally be rid of this illness if I could. <laughs> right, but right. Uh, I'm thankful for the experiences that I yeah. gained from it. Yeah. Yeah. So the things you've learned that help you manage it, is it mostly dietary? Yes. Um, okay. A lot dietary. Yeah. Um, and, and really stress is a part of autoimmune illnesses. And so being aware of when I might come into a stressful season and asking for more help than maybe I normally would. Um, I, I hired employees when I used to do it all by myself yeah. for the most part. And hiring on employees was hard. Releasing yeah. control of this baby business that I'd grown was hard. Yeah. Uh, but it's been the biggest blessing ever. I have um, mm-hmm. employees that just get it and are fantastic and are able to do things that I'm not able to do or mm-hmm. able to give me breaks that I didn't get before. Mm-hmm. And so that was definitely a, a good lesson to learn in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as it's, it's only been a year, but it has been a huge year. Huge year. Craziest so, year of my life. <laughs> so I'm sure that you've changed and tweaked some things along the yeah. way and you may have already mentioned some of that. What are some of the lessons you've learned and some of the things you've changed along the way that make it easier or things that have changed the way that you do Easy Freezy? Yeah. Well, I mean, we had some meals that flopped. Okay. So we definitely had a couple fails <laughs> and that was, I mean, our customers have been so gracious with us that it that nobody, nobody... Nobody that had those meals doesn't order anymore. Okay, so you know? and nobody was, like, mad. They were just yeah. like, this wasn't so good. No, and, you know, um, the store has made the biggest difference of yeah, all. Yeah, tell us about the store a little bit. How does, uh, other than the prepping, how mm-hmm. does that change the day-to-day of Easy Freezy? Well, storing all the food that we have. Oh, yeah. So we, ha- I mean, so if something goes on sale, I bulk up on it if it's mm. something we use often. And so when that was all in my home, oh, gosh. it was chaos. Yeah. Um, or even just the Ziploc bags. So oh. at Sam's you buy a big blue box of the freezer gallon size bags, you get 152 in that box. In a month, I might use 8,000 oh bags. So those boxes are <laughs> big boxes. Yeah. Um, so having a place for those to yeah. live, um, having a storefront for people to come to, that really shifted from, mm. you know, this, this mom's business in her house to this yes. is a real formal thing. Um, and are there meals available like anytime or is yeah. it still just your ordering time? Well, so mainly ordering, but we launched a shipping menu. So okay. I had enough meals that were made of dry ingredients only oh. that I thought, well, shoot, we can we can ship these anywhere. That's easy peasy. So I have right now 20. I'm about to bring in four more. So wow. almost 24 dry meals that you can order on the shipping menu at any time. And we are in, I think, over 25 states now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's so fun. to. I have a little map at the store and push oh, pins for every order. It's so fun to watch it come in. Uh, But we also have those meals, the shipping meals in the store for purchase whenever we're open as well. So we're testing out store hours. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're open during pickup, which is normally on Saturday. And then for all of June and probably all of July, we'll be open on Mondays from 2 to 7. Okay. So we're just kind of seeing, you know, is there demand for people to come in and just pick up a few random meals Mm -hmm. or um, it's hard when you've had something you've stuck to for so long to try and like 
kind of think outside the box on that. I'm yes. a creature of habit. Yes. So, and you have this down to a science. Yeah. So, so why did I change it? <laughs> right. and, but really trying to meet the customer's needs is the goal. Um, and the biggest thing I learned is uh, I uh, I can be a hothead. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a few interactions with customers where I have wanted to uh, – be me and I like I really had to look there and there have been there have been some times where the response on the customer side was unfounded and so I have been professional but firm mm-hmm. in a I'm sorry that happened but you know there's not much I can do here but for the most part I've learned it is just better even if they're being awful to go above and beyond mm-hmm. you didn't like your food okay I'm gonna give you next month free mm-hmm. um you you know, weren't expecting what you got. I'm really sorry. Let me refund that. So mm. I'm really, I really go above and beyond. And it leaves me feeling confident in the choice that I made instead mm-hmm. of trying to remain this firm, hothead girl. Yeah. That it just doesn't work. Oh. Well, <laughs> but, I mean, that good customer service just will always go a long, long way. It does. You know. It does. And being kind over being right. <laughs> yes, that is a hard lesson it for me. Is. I don't. Do you do the Enneagram at all? I do. Okay, so I'm a one. Okay, so is my husband. Okay, <laughs> so like justice and right and wrong are yes. so important to me. Yes. And so especially if the customer is wrong, which right. does happen sometimes. Right. It's so hard for me to squash the desire to mm-hmm. show them that I was right. So yes. then customers listening are probably like, oh yeah, she's done that to me one time. <laughs> but I am working on it. I am growing, yes. ever evolving. Hey, we're all, we are all growing and we all need grace. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, as a businesswoman yourself, do you like to consider yourself a businesswoman? I do. I do. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Entrepreneur, uh, businesswoman. Yeah. What advice would you give to another woman who has a dream? And maybe it's a dream of starting a business like yeah. you did. Maybe it's some different kind of dream. Yeah. But what, what advice would you give? Oh, do it. I mean, just do it. There's nobody holding you back but yourself. Mm. Um, I think that it's too easy to think, you know, I'll do that later. I'll do that tomorrow. Mm. I'll get to that when my kids are a little bit older. And then it doesn't happen. Um, mm. Nobody's going to do these things for you. Nobody is pushing for your dreams to happen yeah. but you. So you are the person responsible for what your life looks like and what it, mm. how it unfolds. Um, I had no idea Easy Freezy was going to turn into what it was. I hadn't. I didn't even know to have the dream to have a life like this. Yes. But I am living my favorite life. Like mm. I would handpick this life all over again. Mm. Um, and I worked hard to get here. Um, I there's some people have kind of made comments like, oh, you're so lucky that it grew so quickly. Mm. And and that's true. I mm-hmm. am so grateful for the good fortune of a successful business that mm-hmm. grew, but I worked hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I was constantly looking ahead. I, I'm almost done with September menus wow. in June. You know, I'm working like crazy because only I'm going to push the stream forward. Right. I'm the one that is responsible for this happening. Um, so just, I mean, just do it. There's, mm. there. stop with excuses. Don't even let there be any space in your mind for them. I mean, if mm-hmm. you have this idea, if you've got this goal and this dream, start making the steps to it. Um, I'm probably going to butcher the quote, but there's some sort of quote that says a goal without steps is just a dream. Hmm. And that's because if you can't, you know, make those baby steps, if you're not working towards it, then it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just articulate out of thin air. Like mm. you've got to build it. So just do it. Ask yeah. for help. Ask for someone to take you to ask someone you know that's done something similar to go grab coffee. I have mm-hmm. a couple of friends that I've had to say, I've not done this before. Mm-hmm. I don't have any friends that have owned a business. I don't 
know what to do at this point. Um, and I've been so lucky to have people that I could say like, how do I do this? And they've given me such great advice and Mm. so much wisdom that I wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't asked. So Mm -hmm. do the hard things, put in the work, ask for help. I love that. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, I think it's really cool that you would say you're living your favorite life right Mm -hmm. now. And even with this horrible season that you just described (laughs) to us, you know, I I mean, this this podcast is called the Uniquely Beautiful Stories Podcast. And and really, that's what we look at is how we can all look back over our story and see how God's hand is just making things beautiful. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time it comes out of seasons that were dark and ugly. And like you said, you wouldn't exactly say, oh, yay, I want to have that. Right. You know, I want to walk that again, or I want to have this autoimmune, you know, disease. But but what you learned through it and how God showed up in it and mm-hmm. pushed you, you know, to become more of yeah. who you were meant to be, you know, it all comes out of those seasons. Absolutely. And so I love it that you, that you even mentioned that. Absolutely. I mean, for it's totally true that I, I actually feel like God imparted a decade of wisdom into me that mm-hmm. I would have gotten there, uh, mm-hmm. just would have taken a lot longer. And I think the cost would have been missing this incredible time in mm-hmm. my life and not understanding the beauty of what it was mm-hmm. um, and what a great cost that would have been to yeah. live 10 years and look back and go, you are in the greatest season mm. that you were ever going to be in. You know, I believe yes. my life will be wonderful later too, right. but I just, in the chaos, there's so much beauty and you mm. just have to stop and look at it. I mean, that looks different for my family. It looks different for your family. Yeah. Um, if there's anything I've learned, it's that we, we have got to stop comparing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that is just, you know, what works for my, my husband staying at home would not work for everyone. Right. Um, and sometimes it's a weird dynamic for us. Sometimes it's hard for him to stay on the stay at home parent because it's not common here. Right. Um, but it is, our family thrives like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, we spent a lot of years comparing ourselves to yeah. other people and thinking we needed to look a certain way. Mm. And so throwing that out and saying, Look, we're just going to do what we know we're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and look where we are. Like we wouldn't have been here if we had not done that. So mm-hmm. we're just super grateful for the life we've been given. Mm-hmm. It's such a great reminder just to do that thing that's right in front of you. Uh-huh. You know, um, most of the time I feel like we want to know, but how's it going to work out? Or uh-huh. What's it going to look like a year from now? Yeah. And I love that you encourage the listeners just if you have a dream, just go for it. Just yeah. take one step. Yeah. You know, no one knows how to take 10 steps. Yeah. I mean, we just take the next step. Exactly. And then the one after that becomes obvious, yeah. you know, and it it's just walking in faith. Exactly. And, and, and I mean, if you're a crazy planner like I am, you know, the perfectionist one, it's <laughs> one of the best things for me to do when I get caught up in, in fear of taking that next step is to go, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? Yeah. And most of the time when I can pinpoint that's the worst thing that's going to happen, it's not that terrible. Mm. And so if I can say like, okay, well, if I fall on my face, mm-hmm. then this is the worst thing that's going to happen. I can live with that. But if mm. I don't do it, yeah, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You've got to look at what your options are and actually mm-hmm. take the time to think about them because we have a choice. Yeah. We have a choice in what we do next. We are, we are the author's of our life. There's some, there's some theology in there about what God does in that too, but <laughs> right. we still, we've got to make our choices. Right. You know, but I believe he puts that dream in our hearts and then it is up to us to take mm-hmm. that next step. He's, we're not puppets. He's not no. going to make us, exactly. you know, obey or make us do that next thing. And I, I kind of see it as a mom 
um, with my kids just waiting, you know, there, there's so many things that I can't do for them, but once they do it, I know there's going to be a blessing, uh-huh. you know, watching them just live out, um, living out of the giftings, you know, my kids are a little bit older than yours. And so it's fun to start seeing them like these, these gifts and these desires and these dreams that they have. And as they take a scary step, you mm-hmm. know, I'm like waiting and watching. Cause I just know, you know, this is going to be a great thing for you, mm-hmm. but I can't make you do it. You mm-hmm. know? So I do think that, like you said, there's a, there's a blend there definitely of, God's will and his dreams and the things he puts in our hearts. And then we have to, to put our feet to the pavement. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you believe that God is good, then you Mm -hmm. believe that his goals and dreams for you fit into who you Mm -hmm. are and who you're meant to be. And so, like I've said a couple of times, like the behind the scenes stuff that I do for (laughs) easy freezy, I love. Yeah. And it's nerdy stuff. It is spreadsheets and it is scaling up one cup to 400 and how many gallons does that mean I need to buy? <laughs> and some, I love it. Yeah. Uh, my husband would die if he yes. had to do that. You know, like, he's so, created you to do that. He you has. Know? Absolutely. I, you know, I, I make... cannot do that at all. <laughs> I can't, if I'm looking at a recipe and I'm trying to even double it, sometimes I'm like, hang on a second. <laughs> let me, I gotta take a minute. Uh, yeah. And I love it. Or like I deliver within mm-hmm. X number of miles from the store and making the delivery routes. I love mm-hmm. making, I love plotting the most efficient routes. Like my mm-hmm. brain just, loves those things. And so, you know, I would have never thought this is where I would be. You know, I went to school to be a finance major and then I worked mm-hmm. at Chesapeake. I had yeah. no idea this is what was going to come of it. But, yeah. you know, he's he's put me in a place where I fit and mm-hmm. um, I'm just really grateful for that. Well, it's such a beautiful life that you're living. Thanks. You're welcome. So and you are blessing so many of us. And listeners, we have a fun surprise for you. Roxanne wants to bless you too. So mm-hmm. before we started this interview, we talked about a coupon code and she is generous enough to offer that to our listeners. So yeah. is it $5 off? $5 off. Okay. Any order in July or August. So okay. all of the July menus and all the August menus, any one of them that you order, you'll have $5 off. Yay. I'm so excited. And so to you to be able to use this code, just um, type in the word BEAUTIFUL, all caps, when you're checking out and mm-hmm. it'll ask for a coupon code mm-hmm. and um, that'll also be kind of fun to see how many of our listeners yeah. I, I may check back with you and ask how I many know. of our listeners used our code and it'll be fun to see yeah you um, might get a free one for all the referrals hey, we'll maybe <laughs> <laughs> I will not hate that <laughs> well thank you for being so generous with us I of hope course. that uh, I hope you get some new friends and, and customers out of this me too obviously <laughs> that'd be fantastic but yeah thank you for having me it was so much fun chatting with you today you're welcome I think we could have talked another hour or so Yeah, I I feel like we have a lot in common and like hearts, so it's been really fun. Well, since this is the Uniquely Beautiful Stories podcast, I always like to end asking my guests, what's making your life beautiful today? And it can be anything from like a new shirt, a Starbucks drink, a scripture you read this morning, like we're all over the place. So anything fun today. Um, Well, and I'll just shout out to my friend Jenna. I actually have um, plans to go see my friend Jenna today, and um, she's just... Someone I love getting together with. She's kind of a mastermind of her own. Yes. Um, so getting to share. Um, she just actually started, now that I'm thinking about it, um, a uh, Instagram account called Moms Who Wor- The Mom That Works. Um, and she she wants to kind of re-envision the idea of working moms. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody calls mm-hmm. dads working dads. Right, right. So this is the mom who works. Yeah. So um, kind of trying to like 
take a little bit of stigma off of being a working mom, but also just highlight like there are a lot of us doing this that are doing our best and we, you know, mom comes first mm. for us, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make our work any less wonderful. So Absolutely. anyway, I'm always excited to chat with her. I always get filled up listening to Hello. Oh, girl, friend time is always the best. The it best. definitely fills your for heart sure. up. Well, as I was thinking about you this morning, um, one thing that the Lord brought to my heart was the Proverbs 31 woman. And I know mm-hmm. most of us as women, we, you know, it's it's um, one of those kind of love-hate relationship sure. passages where you read it and you're like, is, isn't she special? Right. Am I striving? You know, <laughs> yeah. am I supposed to strive? But I was just thinking about some different qualities that um, we read about in the 31st chapter of Proverbs. And I really feel like you exemplify this. It talks about how... She works hard with willing hands. She provides food for her household, and you provide for what? Lots of households. Hundreds of households. <laughs> you allow all of us to provide food for our families. Yeah. In, in a stress-free situation, she has business skills. Her husband trusts her. Mm-hmm. She has strength and wisdom, and her children call her blessed. And I'm sure as your children grow older and they see your example and see what you're doing, they're going to call you blessed as Thank well. You. So, just oh, you're going to make that. me cry. I'm not a crier. <laughs> Oh. Thank you. That is so kind. Oh. Thank you. Well, you're so welcome. And once again, I'm just so happy that you were here today yeah. and um, would love to stay in touch. And I'm, I'll be excitedly watching the growth of Easy Freezy because yeah, I have no too. doubt this is just the beginning. Thank so, you. Thank you so welcome. much. You're welcome. And listeners, we're so glad that you joined us today. And Roxanne and I hope that you will go out and live your one uniquely beautiful story. Thank you for listening to Uniquely Beautiful Stories with Heather McIneer. Share this podcast with a friend and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Now go live your own story. 